0: Well, 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 we are uh we're live, you guys. This is a very, very interesting one tonight. I'm your co-host, Mike Blue. And today... Oh, Dan, And today we have two very important guests. Two of our homies from day one, I'll say. I, I can't even get to give you guys a time period. But we they're both not new to the podcast. We're bringing them back because this topic... Honestly, I feel like they know a lot about Welcome, Akil, and welcome, Josh.
1: Good to be here. How you doing, my bro? My brother?
0: Everything's smooth, man. Everything's smooth. Let's, uh, hold on a second. Let me... I forgot to do it. But, today's topic, Josiah, you want to start it off?
2: Alright, y'all. Today's topic is, well, our first topic, at least, is what is a sellout? I feel like a lot of times... Wait, bro,
0: you got to start us off on the right note, man. You got. Oh, yeah.
2: You're right, you're right, you're right. This is the first <laughs> episode of our Black Anthropology Series in which we talk about black culture and things that are pushing us forward and holding us back. A lot of anecdotal things in our community, a lot of things that we say, like a sellout, which is what we're going to be talking about today, at least the first topic. So... The first topic of tonight's podcast is what is a sellout. This this word gets thrown out a lot in our community, but a lot of people don't really know what a sellout is or they don't even really think about it. So tonight we're gonna to be talking about that.
0: Facts, bro. Facts, bro. So I feel like it it would be it would, it wouldn't be fair if we didn't start us off by saying, you know, the fact that you know start us off by talking about what an uncle Tom is and what the true meaning of an uncle Tom is you know what I'm saying yeah so let's first talk about that honestly um, I feel that the way of how everybody's saying it now uncle Tom is just completely blown out of proportion and it's, it's completely incorrect um, but Akil and Josh, let's open up the floor for you guys, bro. I want to, I want to know what you guys are talking about. You feel me? Yeah.
1: So, me personally, when I think of a sellout, and I'm gonna bring it back to the Uncle Tom point in a minute. When I think of a sellout, I think of a person that copper my, their own, their own, their own values and integrity for a personal gain. You know what I mean in a sense. So, a lot of the times today, I see people call. In the word sell out for our community because they're not agreeing with their own personal go- values just because people's values different different from yours doesn't mean make them to sell out they don't have to that's a point of you know freedom of speech. you know you do what you want to do with your life i'm a big person and like i respect so i will respect your point but i don't have to agree with your point you know what i mean
0: exactly.
1: Just it's because I don't want to put my money in some organization that you, you support it doesn't make me a sellout to my black community just because that's your organization you want me to put my money in. Facts. I can I can help my community in my own way without being called a sellout. And you never know. People, the people calling people sellouts don't know what you're... Really don't know what people are doing.
0: Nor what they're saying, for real, for real.
1: They're just using the word because they sometimes...
0: They're pissed off and of- don't know how to articulate their words. Pick up exactly. read a book. Exactly. You know that's why I don't try to use words that you know I don't know the actual origin of. Um, or I'll say this: I don't try to use I don't try to use words that I don't know the origin of. Nor do I try. to Or if I don't know the origin of the word, I'll make it so it's in my own dictionary, and I'll understand what I, what my meaning of the word is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But Akil, let's, let's I want to hear what you got to say, bro. Yeah, you made an I, interesting point you made an interesting point when you first
3: yeah uh, I agree with um, Josh in terms of uh, the point he made about compromising your own ideals and um, for like your own personal game um, what I will say about it is like I think that most I think there's like sellouts it's, it's not just black or white um, I think one thing that is like makes somebody sell out is like compromising was compromising their own like their uh what they had an obligation to like um throwing that out the window for like a for a like a, a new like unexpected gain or something for some uh, some very egotistical selfish gain and also but also the most of the time what people are labeled as sellouts especially in the black community because that's what, it's, what we're talking about so black sellouts is people are people that that um, are like that people that gain success in something or people that gain some sort of like and this is just based off my like um, my thoughts right now but gain some sort of gain something from that is uh, like in contrast to like what the majority of black people believe or the majority of black people's agenda and um, so I think that can be like a number of things but um, I think that like a lot of people everybody sells out I think it's too many fingers to point to call people sellouts especially in what we call sellouts like um, nowadays I think that it's too like it's too uh, hypocritical to use and I, I would argue that like off the bat that there might not be such thing as a sellout, but there, I, I, I can't say that that's true. Um, but basically selling out is some, it, like what we see most of the time is like a black person doing something that goes against what the most of the black community values. Right,
0: and Joey?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. With uh, Kiel and Josh about the, the compromise, like compromising your own values in order, to, in order for your own self gain. But I think that that term can get thrown at people who who actually want to help the community. Yeah, I think there have been intellectuals like someone like Booker T. Washington. We talked about this the other day.
4: Yes, he, did.
2: he's he's called a sellout in our day and age. I mean, in my opinion. How can somebody be a sellout if you start a college for black people mm-hmm. out. that, that type of stuff it just it doesn't make sense to me why why are people even though your values aren't always in line with the black community who's to say that those values are right who's to say that that all those black communities values are correct why do we all have to to have the same ideology where we're not a monolithic community, we we all have different things. We all have different values that we uphold. We shouldn't all just have the same. You know, I feel like there are people who have different ideologies that can be beneficial to the community if the community embraced them more.
0: Facts. I feel, I feel, I feel, I, I agree with everything you guys have said. And just to take it a step further, I believe that when you call a person a sellout, you're not Usually you're not looking for the full. You're not looking at where they're coming from. Usually. There are certain uh, exceptions to this case. But I feel like a very uh, blatant example is towards the end of. uh, Or no, I would say towards the beginning of what Malcolm X was doing. A lot of people thought, or no, towards the end, towards the end, towards the end of what Malcolm X was doing, uh, when he branched off from the nation of Islam, and when you, when you look at that, a lot of people saw him as a softy, you know, but he was just doing what he felt was right because his movement that he initially joined wasn't, uh, it wasn't, I want to I talk about that, hold on a second, okay. Um before let me finish this point. Wait, so is the discussion
3: started like how is it going to work by? Like, what do you like mean? we just going to build off each other's
0: like, Yeah, we're just going to build off. Ideas and yeah, yeah we just going to build off. Um but I didn't want to answer this question. Or I want to I want to get to this point that uh Peele Lime said, he said, I don't know, bruh Booker T Washington was pro segregation. What's wrong with pro segregation? I I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. What's wrong with mean, it? No, but like you
3: also gotta you ought to also like do more research on Booker T because there was some like I, I don't have all like the facts, but there was some uh like disagreeable stuff with Booker T Washington. That, like, yeah,
0: like I was some, like studying. I will say that Mikey did have some stuff that personally well, I, I mean agree- of course, I mean every when? every every ideology has flaws, but you take an ideology you, you use it for what it's worth. Um you know booger t booger t was kind of colorist honestly okay. uh, at least okay i'm not gonna say that for a fact but that's what that's what it was hinting towards through the through the readings that i've that read um but um in other words uh i want to get back to this he said what's he said but i really want to know what do you guys how do you guys feel about segregation um honestly I, I don't see anything wrong with it because out of segregation or put it like this, I don't see anything wrong with self-segregation. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like different, com- I don't mean like just communities to split up because it's like mandatory. What I mean is communities should have a safe haven where they are able to uh, be free and be in their culture, with themselves, by themselves. You feel me? Where nobody else should, where nobody else has a word to say. You know, similar to like Chinatown, um, Little Mexico, uh, Little uh, Little, what is it called? Um, little Italy. You know, places like that. And I feel like it's kind of crazy because a lot of people saw segregation as a bad thing, but you're not seeing segregate. You're not seeing segregation. What you're seeing was Jim Crow. Now Jim Crow was a horrible thing. And I will never say Jim Crow is a good thing because honestly, Jim Crow was made by the government, but it was actually made by Democrats. But let's not get into that. Let's not get into that one part. That's going to be deeper. That's going to get deeper into the podcast.
2: Wait, Michael, I want to, I want to keep going off on your point because in the in the early 1900s when segregation was going on in the south it was declared as separate but equal but black and whites weren't actually viewed as equals yes. so so in theory you segregation couldn't be couldn't be looked at as whites and blacks do their own things but they weren't treated as such you know right. we see blacks had to go through the back That's of the they had to drink out of out of black restaurant out out of black water fountains, which were bad. It was separate but equal, but it wasn't actually. So it was very, it was extremely flawed and blacks were dehumanized. Yeah. And and I want to be, I want to make it clear that Michael is not agreeing with that stuff.
0: Yeah, of course not. No, I, with- I I will not. I will not. I will say this. I'm not agreeing with the fact that Jim Crow. Now. Okay, we are gonna get into the coon thing next too, cause I really wanna under, I'm really gonna discuss what a coon is. It's Look at the coon, anything the coon. Okay, um, but Dr. Umar, more. I feel like when you say segregation, a lot of people think Jim Crow. So I feel like a lot of people need to get get out of.
1: Yeah, we are, Nick. We'll be up there on the podcast, Nick. Sorry. Sorry about that, Mike. It's all good.
0: I feel like a lot of people need to get out of their heads that Jim Crow should be associated with that, because out of segregation came Black Wall Street, one of the best, one of the greatest Black civilizations of all time, which only lasted for what was it, a, a year and a, thing a thing. half? Well, I mean, uh, it didn't. It didn't last a year and a half, but
2: it, it, was, it was built up for decades but it was destroyed in a matter of hours.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, it was crazy. It because was it was destroyed, it was destroyed, it was destroyed midday one day, and then uh, overnight they were bombing, and then the next day that's when it was all done.
2: But exactly, Michael, exactly, that's what I'm trying to say is like, they, in theory we separate but equal, but blacks weren't viewed as human. So, Max. so, they bombed that that entire that entire city. A city that was that was in that was segregated. It was only black people. And black people were doing fine on their own until so they were interfered with by white people. And I think that's the primary argument that that Michael is trying to convey is that, give my charge you. Is that if if you if you don't interfere white people with with black people's bib, then it allows black people to thrive on their own without the interference of the government
0: and it's very interesting because i don't remember who made this point last night but somebody said that booker t's ideas was that get a job for get a job towards the white or get a get a white job or get a white collar job um and then you know then but the but the thing that they weren't saying yesterday was that when you get that white collar job, in his vision, it wasn't just to give back to the white community, no. Because that would just be a complete waste. It was to take the white man's money or take the, the check that the white government or the, the company is giving you and feed it into the black community, which Black Wall Street was doing. You know, I think it said it uh, a dollar exchange at least, uh, I think it said 60 times Inside the community before it left. Exactly. A white dollar exchanges, uh, I think. Uh, no, no. An Asian dollar exchanges sixty. The same. That's the exact same amount. White dollar exchanges. I think around like the forties. The uh, Latinx communities dollar it, it, uh, exchanges around twelve. But ours doesn't even exchange six times. Mm six times exactly so that means you get your dollar you take it damn i wouldn't even say you take it to the corner store man you gotta take it somewhere else and then after that takes in then it goes somewhere
3: else yeah i I just kind of walked in I, i walked in i don't know really what the premise of the conversation is but like i was just on a quick side note like but, what they were talking about Black Wall Street and how,
1: and then how dollars in different communities interact with one that community.
3: That's what we were just talking about, just to that, just going. Yeah, to yeah, What But it what Are you about to say? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. I was just saying. Um, uh, me and my neighbor were talking about. Uh, there's some new owner, owners at the corner store over by our house, and we were just basically talking about. Uh, basically trying to drive them out because um, they're kind of doing us doing us dirty really and we were like he was like he just brought up the idea of setting up shop um, like setting up a, a another liquor store right across the street <laughs> or honestly just just, you know, just boycotting that liquor store but that was something that it just crossed my mind when you guys were talking about that <laughs> but um,
2: yeah i mean i mean those people who have corner stores in our communities that necessarily don't belong there i mean it can be viewed as something that i'm not saying is completely harmful but it can it's just it it's not like culture isn't spread like a corner store is supposed to be a place of, of culture you know where where, where, right. where people Where people band together and talk about certain things, you know, a a corner store can be that. But you know, if the corner store, if the owner of the corner, if the owner of the corner store is scared of black people and doesn't want black people around in a black neighborhood, then that that can cause problems in itself. You have have other races in black communities, and they're scared of black. There's and that type of community. That's what happened. That's what gentrification that's what that's one of the biggest problems with it you have you have people who are in black communities and then eventually they try to like you know they'll they'll try to drive them out and stuff like that they want to get them out of there even though it was their community to begin with yeah it was their community yeah and when a white person or whoever moved in and wants them out now that's one of the big problems because when that happens that culture within the community is lost
0: and But explain. But I want you to explain why, because a lot of people just hear that and they're just like, "Yeah, that's true." I want you to explain why that's a fact. Like why? Like why is it? Why is it bad for a community not to have a safe haven? Remember, we were talking about your neighborhood in general. With your
2: with your grandparents and how everybody everybody knew each other, but they started. That's vacation started. Whole neighborhood looks different now. The neighborhood you grew up in is completely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that is like my neighborhood. It used to be it used to be everybody on the block knew each other. I think the whole United States is a little more like that now. Like a lot of a lot of neighbors don't really know each other. Yeah, that's true. Too. But but specifically in my community, like my grandma names all the all the old residents of the neighborhood in East House. But it's yeah. not like that people people aren't really interacting with each other and stuff like that. But in the 60s in my neighborhood, it was all black And they all talk to each other and they all they all mentor each other, you know. There are there are a lot of people in our community who need a mentor in their life and they don't have that because the community isn't as close with each other anymore. Yeah. And
0: that I was gonna say I was gonna say I feel like it's a very good point that, you know, the community all knew each other. I feel like one of the biggest problems with the black community now is because black people don't know each other. Like, like on like a, on a neighborly lovely, on a neighborly loving level, like, when you see a person on the street, I think Justin made this very clear, you gotta look over your shoulder and it's it's kinda like sad that we're, you know, expecting a black guy to rob us. Yeah. I'm um, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, it's 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 like I'm not trying to perpetuate the the stereotype of, you know, just black all black guys are thugs, but at the end of the day, it's crazy that in our own minds we're expecting that.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And it's even it's worse because I mean as a black man, I feel like I personally I kind of I don't want to come off as somebody who's who's scary because yeah. of stereotypes in our community I think that's something that a lot of black men have to deal with yeah, you know, yeah. Like we don't come off as like a threat
0: and we honestly like, for the longest I I as a rebel uh, coming up in you know in Albany I tried I didn't okay I won't say I went out my way to try but I wasn't trying to avoid being a stereotype because you know after a while I got tired of it you know trying to be the best you know kid that I could possibly be and you know get, keep getting knocked back down so I just I just became who I was if it was if it was you know being black then I just I didn't care you know I I wore my hair this is why my hair is long like this now Like I ain't care like at the end of the day I'm not going I'm not gonna conform based off of what the white standard is. You know, and I feel like one of the main, bringing it back full circle to the to the beginning of the podcast, when a person sells out quote-unquote, I feel like one thing that a lot of people see it as is they're selling into the white stereotype. You know, the white man... You know, white collar. You know, low cut hair, but you don't have waves. Um, long sleeves with the with the corporate with the with the corporate noose. Um, you know, khakis or slacks. You know, and another thing that you know is kind of intriguing to me is that. Um, in the book that I'm reading now is called uh, black black rednecks and white liberals Um, they're talking a lot about how black people don't the negative effects of black culture don't come from Africa it's actually coming from the Scottish and low-class English so they brought that over, and that's what you call a redneck or actually a cracker for politically. If we're being pretty politically correct, that's what their name was. We yeah. didn't come up with the word cracker. Yeah. It was the English. It well, was my- higher class English. And that shit blew my mind.
2: Exactly. Michael, I just read that chapter right now, bro. like right before the podcast. A lot of people think uh, there's been a, a lie that has been perpetuated in our community that the term cracker
0: comes from the crack of the. No. Say it one more,
4: time say one, more time. say one more time.
2: Say A lot of people think that the term "cracker" comes from the crack of the whip in slavery. No, that term has been around for hundreds of years. Actually, a lot of like who we view as hillbillies and and rednecks, that culture was was it was from their. Ancestors in in Northern England, and this is all facts. You you can look it up. It's all facts. Their ancestors migrated
0: to the south. You know, like Kentucky, Georgia, the Carolinas. And usually, they, it was because they they did they were out of you know they needed a new life to start because they had fallen to debt, or they had been outcasted by society for losing a fight or something something really childish because back then everything was very savage and. Uh, honestly uh very slavic
2: yeah and michael another thing that they did is they used to they used to kill people when they got dised
0: yeah, bro i was reading that bro it wasn't even in the in the way they killed them was so inhumane they would gouge you, their eyes out castrate the men exactly it was crazy
2: exactly and think about this a lot of the same type of culture that we see in, in in united states urban hoods today in black communities somebody can get killed off if they did somebody that that culture did not come from the black community it was passed through southern hillbillies in the 1800s and, and it was passed it was passed to them but a lot of people don't know this thanks that is not our culture only given to us, mm. Mm. but y'all, uh, anybody who's in there, and it, who's in here, should read that book, Black yeah. Rednecks, White Liberals. Me and Michael just started reading it. Yeah, that 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 book, it might, it might, take the whole view on a lot of things.
0: Honestly, that, that's but facts.
2: If if a book is fact based, can you can you really get mad at it? Can yeah. you get mad at facts?
0: Only, only thing you can get bad at is the fact that you know history is history exactly but i do want to i want to open up the floor everybody please blow up the questions i see that uh, tiny tay asked a question
2: now you're the south we love the south no i wasn't dissing the south i'm just saying where where that where that culture comes from and that culture doesn't come from the south it comes from northern Northern England and Scotland, or at least the, the the 1700s version of those people, and it was right. it, um, it came down to white people, and then the white people passed it down to black people, and black in in that in that mentality was is now in American hoods. You know, it's I mean it's it's a very interesting book, but like like Michael said, if y'all have questions, y'all can ask. Yeah, we or
0: got if, we got one question I, down here, and then we got another one. We got another one too.
2: The name of the book the black red nickers and white liberals.
3: Someone just asked.
0: That's what they asked?
3: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was just saying it for
0: me. Okay. We're
3: on this topic. How do you guys feel about other black
2: people? Wait, Michael, I can't see the full question. Can you read it?
0: Yeah. Um since we're on this topic, how do you feel about other black people when you no, know, what do you how do you feel when other black people make things worse for the black community or knowing things that could have or knowing things that could have been handled differently. Where is um, that question? Huh? It's on the bottom. Um, I feel. I don't it's see a complicated questions. question. It's on the bottom, kill. It says question. I
1: don't. No, it doesn't show up for me. It doesn't it's show up. Okay, read it me one more time, up.
0: Mike. Okay, the question is: How do you feel when other Black people make things worse for the Black community, or knowing? uh knowing that things could have been handled differently. I feel that I'm I'm assuming that you're saying for like in, in the in the public eye like celebrities or like black famous people. Um black famous famous people if that makes sense. Um I would honestly say that it's very interesting because at the end of the day a person's human first and foremost before anything but um what when what comes with that uh level of publicity or or or, or fame i would honestly say you have to think about all your actions before you you take them you know what i'm saying so um I feel like
1: um, I feel like what I've come to, what I come to in my in my personal life. I I found that I can't really judge other people. You know what
3: I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Or that's what this whole topic kind of kind of stems from the cello people. So I mean, I can disagree with what he did, and I can you know you see how the army does because one impression of someone, especially nowadays. Can affect someone's view of the whole community if they've never met someone. So like, when I moved to Oregon, right, my freshman year of high school, I moved to Oregon.
4: Yeah.
1: That first impression I made, I'm the first person that anyone at my school met from Oakland, right? My first person of, my first impression I made could change their whole perspective of people from the Bay Area just off me. Yeah. So I understand what you're saying, and I feel like you should you should be aware. It's hard to be aware of that when you're just trying to be you and have the whole scope of the whole Facts. environment. Facts. So it, you can't really blame someone for being themselves and not really thinking about the grander scheme of things all the time.
4: Yeah.
1: And, you know, I was just going to school. Like, I wasn't thinking about oh, how, how this changed whole, their whole perspective on the, on me. Yeah. I was just trying to go to class, but I think it's important to, I mean, you can
3: criticize someone, but don't take it too far, you know what I'm saying? Because we're all people at the end of the day. It's I actually want to, I do want to answer that question. No, I haven't, I haven't said this. I'm it. I'm a, I feel like, I feel like it's not really like, no, I, I hear what you're saying too, Josh, and I agree with you. Mean. Like, and I think kind of building off that is like, a black person, it's not, a, it might not be our responsibility to, like, a uplift the black community in everything we do especially celebrities like I mean I can't imagine like what a lot of them like go calculating their every move and stuff like it's not really their obligation to or ours to uplift and and that's a big responsibility to, to have to at everything you do has to be in the name of the black community and making them look better or look worse like this like,
0: and, and as you say that I'm sorry to cut you off Kill. but as you say that it's dangerous it sounding like a religion cuz 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 me cuz cuz when I when I when I'm like you know I'm in Bible study they tell me everything you do is a reflection upon the Lord and everything that you do is a, is a reflection upon the church so make sure that you, everything that you do is in God's name so it's similar. I just found. I just. I just. It was very interesting when you said that. So would yeah. you? Would you damn near say that being black is damn near like a religion? Like it's like damn near. I wouldn't say cultish, but it's damn near like you have to stay faithful to it.
3: I'm bad. I'm no, But like I feel like, or I was like, I was just continuing my point from earlier. Just I. Like, no. I mean what I was. What I was. Saying. So, right. so, yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do think it can be like that, but I, I refuse to live like that. So I'm yeah, not thanks. gonna live like that, and thanks. I'm not. And I know a lot of things that I would that I have to say are people would look at that as bringing the, uh, co- like, black community down. But we're like, we all say we're a monolith, and I think like, I don't know, I don't know what the answer to this, but just thinking that every black person, especially in our daily lives, is like everything we do is in the name of the black community is going to like uplift or um like or bring the community down it's just like it's it's kind of like an impossible task but i'm not sure that's not to say like don't be a uh, bad person and, like, but it's just a huge weight to have to carry and that's just that. my thoughts off
0: like i feel that initially. Really? i feel that I feel that bro like 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 one thing that you know I find you know a little discouraging which is one of the main reasons I didn't want to become a lawyer anymore is because I feel like the only thing that we can do is create social change and personal change you know per case it's not going to do anything like I was noticing like after George Floyd died, a whole bunch of cases from like 2016, 2015, 2017 were popping up. And when I'm what I'm starting to see is that, you know, people in a black community, they've been suffering in silence. Like I remember I was reading a, ca- a case about I think his name was like Danye. His name was like Danye. And he was hung by a noose in twenty 20- 18 and nobody was talking about it until you know around George Floyd's death and one of the main things that you know it, it was probably most of the media but I feel like why was social media not buzzing about this of course it was in it was in uh, what you call it but I I was looking for more information and I couldn't find anything like like, besides the fact, like, the initial, like, post that, like, oh, he was, he was hung, why are you, trying, nobody wait, what are you trying to say? Like, the whole point of me saying this is when it comes to the black community, people, you know, they'll try to ride a wave. I'll see it even in even in the black community. Like, they'll try to ride a wave, similarly to how white people try to do it. So, I guess my question is, how could we be faithful to something that people that our own people how could other people be faithful to something our own community isn't even faithful to I
3: wait i kind of missed that connection like i missed that like
0: the fact okay so what i'm saying is he was killed in 2018 right and nobody said anything until 2020 right
4: yeah Mm
0: -hmm. so why wasn't black Twitter or black Instagram going crazy over this shit? Like, he was hung by, like, he was hung from a tree in his backyard.
3: I mean, did they have to? Like, why Why did they have to go crazy over that?
0: Well, why'd they go crazy it, for George Floyd? There's too Twitter?
3: many people, there's too many people getting killed every day.
0: But why didn't, that but, but why didn't they, why did they go crazy over George Floyd then?
3: Huh? Because I feel, okay, the, with the
1: George Floyd situation, Michael, yeah. you got this. It was the perfect, for that situation, it was like the perfect storm. Because we're in COVID. COVID really opened, opened everyone's eyes. You had to sit there and watch us on every new, that was on everyone's new site. So that's a different
0: perspective. That's true.
1: Everybody was still moving around. The world was, and America was still spinning. Everybody going out, out, going crazy. Work, school, everything. We all, but the George Floyd situation, everybody in America was sitting down watching that.
0: That's
1: That's why, that's why, in the 2018 situation, may, may soul rest in peace. But it went under the under the rug because the media wasn't everything. There was so much going on already, yeah. and that there wasn't that focus on. Not had to focus on it. So you know, that's why I think. So go like that. I think going forward though, because of because of the George Floyd situation. It really opened a lot of people's eyes, so you are going to see more and more
0: of it in a wider lens now. Do you think so, or do you think yeah. that everything's gonna go back to normal?
1: I can't say for certain, sure, but I I think the track we're on now, yeah, I think it's gonna get it's gonna get it's not gonna go back to it was because every,
3: after everything that happened, there's no going back. Yeah, I'm, I think, bro, people are definitely hypersensitive to like Mike just race just acts of.
0: Is some and shit. Yeah, that's true. I feel like I feel like a lot of people now are starting to wake up after George Floyd to how cruel the world is. Um, but one, but let, let's let's uh let's take a let's take a uh, let's take a turn in the conversation. I want to talk oh, about huh?
3: Can we go back to the sellout point? Right yeah, there? I was about to. Yeah, say, we never uh, we didn't really elaborate yeah.
0: on that. I, I yeah, I want to talk about you know uh, what like some famous people who we feel are like sellouts.
1: Okay, I got it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go into this famous people, if y'all seen a sellout, I wanna kinda break break up what I had some, I written down something before we had this, this talk. Going to I, was, I was thinking about a sellout. I really could only, I broke it into like two, two like two possible things, you know? Yeah. The sellout, the sellout that people use most of the time, or they're
4: calling out, some, out someone. Say it one more time for me. The person, the sellout, when they're calling, when you're calling someone out personally, like you're calling alligator. Yeah.
0: Oh, there's that one, and then I also think that you can sell out yourself, and there's a self sellout. Yeah, or like communal sellout. You feel me?
1: Like, like for example, for example, <laughs> for example, with the self sellout, I think because we use that word they use that word a lot I think the self sellout I'll use it example let's say like like me personally let's say I was my goal was to better my mental workout everything but every time I don't do that workout I'm selling I'm a sellout to myself in a way because I'm selling myself short I'm not completely yeah yeah I know what you mean yeah, that's and there's the sellout where of course people calling oh no, out. So I just wanted to break those two up before we get too much deeper in them so we have a lens to
3: kinda of break break these two down. Yeah, I, I think the I think the other one the other
0: one, Josh, the not the self not the self sellout. Yeah. I think that's what we're kinda of referring to. Yeah. So I feel I feel first in my opinion, and foremost. In my opinion. You, no, I, I agree with Kill. I feel I feel like one thing that a lot of people uh I feel like that was a really good point. A lot of people don't like to talk about the self sellout because they'll mix it up and say that they are the same. Um, or they'll say that, you know, a person from the same community, they, they owe, you owe me the exact same thing because we're from where we're from and you just got the lucky straw. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, somebody commented on... Uh-
3: Little Nas nice X, but like, I'll,
0: you know, you already know I got something to say about that. But, um, <laughs> All right, we go. I I'll, okay, hey. you go. I, okay. I need, we need, we're gonna, we're gonna need the sound bite later. So I want to I hear, hear it. I want to hear what it. What you
3: saying? Just like, talk about it. Yeah. Um, how, okay, my question is, bro, this is, this is like what I have to say about it. How did, yeah, Josh, that is true. Uh, Josh, would set himself accountability? But I just want to know how is Lil Nas X is a sellout. Um, that's, that's really my question. Is I it a
0: rhetorical like, question or do you want somebody else to answer? No.
3: no I'm, I'm, I'm asking, like, the chat, like, just people uh-huh. in the chat. Um, but I don't think he's a, I I don't know how he's different than anybody else in the music industry that the people that call him a sellout are. Most people calling him a sellout. Are people that it's a lot of black people that listen to all right, all right, so sell, sell, selling his soul for the devil or whatever? What I saw it as was like it was obviously satire, and that's my opinion. It is like he was doing that to prove a point to where, of course, black people are gonna get mad at a figure of, of the devil, like a physical image of Satan or whatever. What has he done? or why do black people get mad at that but we don't get mad at ideas that actually represent the devil i'm not religious but ideas that represent the devil which are like killing killing stealing lying cheating living just a unholy life an unhealthy life you feel me like we get mad at we get mad at stuff like that i mean we don't get mad at stuff like that but whenever it's like an image of the devil when it's so surface we can't really see past what's like what the messages
0: What's so biting. Like, what Thanks. how is
3: what, what what more what harm is he doing to our community more than people like Lil Boosie posted on his Instagram he had like a, a wave your stick challenge. I see not see one person commenting on that talking about the devil. That's more like demon like devilish to me than if I um then uh what little Nas X did if there was anything like his I don't his, like, if I was a religious person, or just as a person myself, his, what he did had no direct influence on me than, like, what other rappers have. Like, I Jeez. still to other rappers. Jeez. Like, I don't know, like, I'm just saying, Lil Nas X's, whatever, what he's doing does not have a direct influence on me. Like, that doesn't really affect me. But I could see, like, how a lot of these other rappers are are affecting our community for the worst. And I'm not saying like I'm a saint, like i still feed into that. But why there's hypocrisy in that brand new, uh, I, I don't see how you can argue that. Like, how can you argue? Just niggas talking about killing niggas for no reason. And it's black people that aren't even in that life, still like uh, romanticizing that life.
0: Jeez. That, like doing wrong, you know, um, that bro. I feel bro, like that was that was like that. Brings, lot, that's to, so to controversial, that right? There, a lot of
3: people don't they don't even connect to the trauma, still blindly <sighs> I mean, follow
0: it. And it's crazy because not only will they try to, you know, blindly follow it, they'll try to make it to the point where they'll try to connect with it themselves, they'll try to find a way. To connect with it themselves. I remember in middle school, and I, I'm, I'm 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 gonna tell this I'm gonna tell this fable real quick. I remember in middle school when I first heard Good Kid, M.A.D. City. I fell in love with one song in particular called "Sing About Me." Not dying of thirst, but just the "sing about me" "sing about me" part. Um, it was so I felt it. I felt it so deeply, but for some strange reason, like for some strange reason, I felt it so deeply, but I had no actual connection to that song. None of my homies had died i didn't know any you know i didn't know any hookers or prostitutes and at the end of the day the only the only verse i could possibly connect to was the third verse which he was talking about you know looking at both of them and then reflecting upon himself but i could tell you i could rap the whole song word for word and feel it like i remember times where i really felt emotional about it and so it yeah. brings up the question I mean, that's
3: of, a good story to, that's a, i mean I, I feel you. I feel you. That's a good. And that's just Kendrick's storytelling. We we watch a movie about, like, uh, a serial killer. We'll still be deeply, like, attached to the movie. We watch horror movies all the time. That doesn't mean we we're, we have to be killers to like horror movies. You feel me? That's yeah. True. But, that's true. But you can see the direct. I don't see, like, has, any, has anybody shot up shot anybody because of Lil Nas X? Like, has anybody robbed anybody from Lil Nas X? Dang. Like, Wait. Um, bro. Um, and nah,
2: I want to... Like, no. and that's... I'm not even to... Like, yeah. But I want to talk about Akil's point more because I think as a community, the music that we listen to is, is so harmful to it because we have people rapping about things that they wouldn't do, but, but then the people who listen to that music do what they Do what is... In their music, and you keep and it be, it promotes a, a culture of that like violence is cool. Michael, just like in, in, in rednecks and liberals, like you know, the white people thought that killing each other was cool, that that type of violence was so was socially acceptable, and it's like that in our community today. That type more especially more in in, in more in more urban hood areas that's acceptable. It's cool, like it's cool if you kill a nigga. Like, like, yeah.
0: Like, not only, you know, no, 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 no. You got to take it back to like, to exactly what he said. And not only was it cool, but they were pedestalized in their in exactly. their society. They were yeah, pedestalized. They were
2: exactly. They they gained more social
0: acceptance and, and they became bigger socially after that happened. And, and I think and, this and, is and like Kendrick Lamar uh-huh. said. Just one, just one more. What Kendrick Lamar said. You'll be more famous. But, but behind the behind the bullet, then you would be shooting it. Exactly,
2: exactly. And this is even this is an even bigger problem in our community today because intellectuals don't lead our community anymore. Back in the early 1900s, you had W. B. Du Bois and Booker T. Washington. They those are the leaders of the black community, so to say. In the 60s, yeah. you had M. L. K. and Malcolm X leading the community. Now our leaders are rappers. Those are the, are the leaders of our community, and, and just like MLK and Malcolm X changed the society that they were a part of, they led us into a new era of civil rights. These rappers are promoting a message that leads us into more, quote unquote, devilish actions, into more, into more into a culture of demonization, into a culture of of unhealthy, evil, culture of killing each other, a culture of all that stuff.
0: Though, because those are our leaders now, and, yes, rappers and. and- and, I I just want to say and, it's so interesting because you'll see the leaders, you know, and they'll try to uh, educate themselves. So look at um, Nelly Chapa or Cardi B. You know they'll start reading books after they become the leaders. Exactly. It's not because they're intellectuals, and but I think, they, they try to back they try to backtrack and become intellectuals after they get exactly. a voice and they don't know what to do yeah. with that voice.
3: I want to hear what it kills to say. Yeah, yeah, me too. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you're right about. The, I mean, the leaders like being rappers and st- leaders being rappers and stuff like that. Like, it's all the same shit. But what I um I think that like I, I, there's a level of self self accountability that we all are leaders in some sense. and I think right. like also the the, the the hypocrisy with um. For like, Lil Nas and, and other rappers and stuff, I think that hypocrisy is, like, something that we see, like, me and you, side we talk about on it, like, a lot. It's, like, people like that are, like, that... Con- people that comment on, like, the shape versus people that, like, I don't know, that, are, that actually talk about shit. Like, people, like, a lot... There's a lot of black people... There's a lot of people in our community that, like, don't really take self-accountability and look within themselves and try to see, like like, try to critically think and, like, see things from an outside perspective. And I think, I'm, I'm I'm not a religious person, but I would say, like, I'm a spiritual person and I'm in touch with the universe or God, or I'm trying to build a relationship closer. But, yeah. like, I feel like there's too much of a, like, there's a, too much of a, a fear of God in our community and not a fear of, and not like, not really in touch with God. Like, there's a, there's too much fear of God, and I put God in quotes because, it's just it's just the image of god that i think people are like more focused on than what they're not really in touch with the actual god in themselves and in the universe i think i think that's really the hypocrisy because there's no reason why like we we should be like images should affect us so deeply that like mean nothing like images of the devil that are like made up like Demon, like the pictures of demons made up by a white man, like these images drawn by a white man, hella long ago, like, like goats with a horn. Like, I don't, I don't know where that shit came from, but like these images is not really representative of like evil and good. Like God is, I think we're not, I think we really, black people are really out of touch spiritually. L- bro,
0: bro I, let me, hold on a second. Let me just talk about this real quick. One thing that I really and, and it's true, look, look, Tiny Tay said this. I was watching this, and when I when I watched it, I was like, this is the real reason why I'm trying to restart. You know, what the Bible really talks about, because in the Bible, there's so many things that you can learn about just off of you know reading it. There's so many different religions, honestly, that can be built off of the Bible. Because you see all these denominations and they all have different meanings. But one thing you'll see, you know, is that everybody is so in touch with their own religion, but never in touch with God.
1: Yeah. I mean I can speak about this personally too. Cause as you know, as you know, I grew how I grew up. Yeah. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. It's
0: have... like Joe Rogan podcast. Just go up and do it, bro. <laughs>
1: I grew up Catholic, but when I was growing up Catholic, you know, the way I went to Catholic school, of course, all the time.
4: Yeah.
1: The way that I felt going through my Catholic schooling, I was just going through it. Oh, so, you read a couple, read the top of the Bible. You just go to church on Sunday, go to Sunday. You know, we had we had like catechism classes too on the Sundays where they would try to break down the break down the Bible verse. Or the or the gospel for that that week, but when you're a kid, you don't really go into that. You're not really listening into it. But I think, I think finding your own we don't as a community don't find our own, we don't grasp our faith. That's why it was hard for me. It was hard for me, and I had to take a lot of time to really find myself as a my own my own Catholic faith. You know what I mean? So like, for my mom, for example, my mom is. She goes. To, she goes in church. sits in the front every time. In front every time church is there.
2: Yeah.
1: I started becoming when I started growing up to, and finding my own religion. I sat in the back on purpose because I want. I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like people are looking behind me. I don't want to. I don't want anybody. I, just, I don't want. I didn't want to be defined. I came for the method I came. I came to find myself and listen to. And a lot of the times we just skip over that. And people don't just take the message in, like Akil was saying. They don't take the message in. They just they try to live the lifestyle as a, as a Catholic without the lifestyle. If
0: that makes. Sense. Bro, one thing that you know, I don't, I don't mean it. Um, one thing I find very ironic about the Catholic Church is that some that usually most of the things that they do, um, and, and it goes with honestly almost every everyone besides the church that I go to, um you'll see a lot of ministry inside the church, but not a lot outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you you won't see people on the block, you know, or at the protest. You, you'll just see them, you know, they'll probably say something in the sermon and leave it at that. Um. But one thing, okay, I see, I see Taylor. Um, but I think one thing that a lot of people need to start addressing is the fact that why are why are people hating on religions just because that's that's what somebody believes in and i don't mean to turn this i don't i don't mean to turn this into a religious podcast cause we're still we're still going to get back into uh what it means to be a, uh to me to be a, a sellout but just because a person is a uh, nation of islam or five percenter or jewish or christian doesn't mean that you can't learn from their religion
1: but that could right to the point of, I believe that connects right to the point of being a sellout. You'll have people that will, well, the will, recognition of a, a sellout is changing your personal values for different situations.
0: I, I know people that, that will say. Yeah, we got a minute down. left. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that this shit was timed.
1: Well, say their say religion. Oh, yes, I follow this religion. But when their friends talk about it or where their friends say go out and do things that are against their religion, yeah. they go do, and i also know people i also know people i've heard stories about people going to like going to like co- 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 uh, church camp right you know yeah. church camp in the summer and the reason they're going to church camp is just because it's it's super fun and like they eat to the wild out do crazy stuff at church camp which kind of which derails from the whole point of you going to that church camp you know
4: effects
1: and it's just like it's just it's, it's it took, it took me a long time To really understand that
4: Yeah
1: I got to a place Where I, I know my faith I'm a I'm comfortable with mine and I can articulate that But some people can't do that They're not able to articulate Because they don't really know What their faith in They don't know what they believe in
0: Sheesh
1: They just Sheesh. Be, They they believe what their What their uh, A lot of Catholic and religious Things are often like Through family Yeah You know Your yeah. mom's Catholic Your Your uh, Your Your, your you follow, you follow suit. Yeah. It's changed for nowadays for our generation.
0: Yeah. Definitely. But, um, Hansen, before we end uh the Instagram live part, I just wanted to say thank you to all those who came on tonight. Uh, Wait,
1: anyway, said it perfectly right there. I'm sorry. But there, she said it perfectly. Where a sellout is a social, uh, you sell, you're you not a sellout until you no longer align with yourself. That's perfect. That's it. She said that. She articulated nice. that. Perfect
0: but thank you to all those who came on we're going to continue and if you want to hear the rest of this podcast go on to YouTube or uh, Spotify thank you guys one love I don't care what color Jesus was he says you don't care what color Jesus was I feel it
3: though
1: I suppose, we were talking when they were talking about the the Bible. I was gonna get into that. I was gonna talk about because they're uh, you're talking about some people take take the images from the Bible, and portray that, and you're talk. I was gonna talk about how you know the Bible that we have today isn't necessarily the Bible that we had back then. You know, it's, of course, the Bible
0: all, we have now is damn near not even the Bible that we had back in the 1970s.
1: Yeah, it's they're different. As 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 the world changes, as you know, it, tra- it translates. You know, they change thing in the Bibles. So that's what they do. Quote, as well.
0: quote 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 translate.
1: Yeah, but there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that you
3: you gotta really just take it in for yourself in a way. Uh, yeah, shit. That shit damn near sound like a lot of work. But I feel you though. That's you, dedication. Yeah, dude, if that's why that's why I feel like it
1: religious. When you say you're a part of a faith, you work to understand that faith for its good and for its flaws, not just
3: for... It's interesting. Because I just
2: just live by what is is in me. Uh, Bro, Akil, I mean, that's the thing, bro. I think people in religions, at least my friends, or like people that I know, go are very serious about their faith but they don't practice the, the values of their faith and yeah, when, when i was younger growing up like people would i like, know i wouldn't get shit people would ask me if i go to church and i'd be like no nah, i don't go to church but the thing about me is that i lived i lived a lifestyle of of a, a typical christian man you know i treated around me with respect i treated everybody fairly i was friendly with everybody I do. Yeah. And that stuff um, comes from being in touch with myself. Yeah. You know, like I'm in touch with the spiritual version of me. Like, and even now, all the stuff that I for work on myself, that stuff comes from inside of me. That's, yeah. Facts. I want to be. I want to be somebody great. You got to put in the work. You got to believe in yourself, and that something is that is a spiritual essence. Yeah. Of of belief. Of knowing. Like, yeah. I'm of just knowing. knowing
3: yeah awareness of yourself that is like spiritual
4: there's and a lot
3: of
2: and there's a lot of there's many there's many yeah you already know bro hey, wait wait michael wait turn the music down
0: a little bit what's
3: up? but yeah i'm 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 finna cut i might come back soon though all right but I'm, yeah i'm gonna go to the house shit. i got all you all right all right <laughs>
0: Hey brother, I'm trying to be up next. Don't see- <laughs> <laughs> that was a kill Riley, everybody. That was a kill Riley. He might be back later. But to continue with this conversation with us three sages, um, I feel one thing that we did not cover in the podcast, which I, I was very careful and didn't want to discuss on live because I feel like this conf- this conversation is something that's going to be very controversial is going to start stirring up a bunch of questions okay. But I want to articulate what I have to say about it Okay before I before before seeing questions about it, so Within a black community we we are mostly religious mm-hmm. Why are we depending on? A religion to have structure. Explain. Like the for the longest, the black church was the place where we had you know our routines. We always had our uh, what's it? We had we had structure within the black church. Then it went you know. Then it branched off to Islam, and you started seeing people in the uh, I forgot. Was it mosque? is it mosque for for? For the Islam side, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. it was never a thing where it was like in the black household, you hold, you know, it's the end all, be all. Like, the end consequence, similar to what Akil said, we have an idol of God being the fear. Why aren't we fearing or or why isn't it switched with we should fear life in, in, instead of uh, w- when we fear life we will be able to love God a lot more.
1: Do you by that do you mean do you mean instead of instead of having do you mean instead of having a fear of God have a fear of the actions that can get God's wrath is that what you mean?
0: No, so- what I'm saying is instead of fearing God, why aren't we fearing life? Like, cause at the end of the day, most of the things that we go through, I would say similar to how Akil would say, hell is just a mental state, you know, or at least for, you know, for now, you know what I'm saying? Everything that we do has a consequence. We can manifest our own destinies along with how I believe along with God's blessing. But everything that we do is a reflection on ourselves, not a reflection on what God has. So why are we not holding our own selves accountable? Instead of in, instead of us holding ourselves accountable, we have to look up and say, "Oh, we're going to be punished by God."
1: Oh, I I think I I think I get what you're saying. so. Are you saying when so like let's say someone when someone when something doesn't go right in your life, why do people automatically say like for example why oh why did God do this to me instead of why that why they got themselves in that situation and but. Blame- and, blame, and basically blaming all their misfortunes on God instead of taking that inner inner focus on themselves and how they mess up themselves. Is that what
0: you're saying? A little bit. But I'm more saying like when a person like, uh, you know, messes up in life, mm-hmm. they go to jail and they have to find God there.
1: Mm, that, that's not necessarily. They don't go to. I mean, continue.
0: You know, or, uh, you know, a person does something wrong and then they find God. Why aren't they finding God when they're in a peaceful place in their life?
2: Mm, I see what you're saying. You see I what I'm
0: saying, so. like, like why do you need structure, and why is religion the structure that you need when something bad happens? Okay, okay. Because I when a person gets saved, it's usually they're getting saved out of a bad place. Why aren't they being saved out of a good place? And why, why is it that the black community needs the church, like they need the church? Ten percent of. A black household's money is going to a church it's in the bible, in the bible. it says tithes you, you give 10 percent of what you get what you have to god so why is it that you're putting all this effort into you know a church but you're not putting it into you know the survival of your own people because how i see it is the church will not be around if black people aren't and so you must take care of what's vital first before you, you know, give your access to God. I uh, think, I think,
1: I think you need to break it up into like, because what you're talking about, I I can't really, cause I you know I didn't go I didn't go to quote unquote black church, you know yeah.
2: I went to I went
1: to St. St. Louis, Louis, but I hear what you're saying. I I went one or, once or twice. and I hear what you're saying. About the what do you say about the money? It's in it's in the Bible that
0: ten percent goes goes to God, the tithe.
1: ten percent goes to God, Mm -hmm. and I I don't really. That's from your perspective. You might have that different view because I can't. I can't really relate to that one because you know, at my church, I I was even today. I I still. I mean, don't put this. I don't. I don't. I, I go like I said. I go for the message. Yeah. And I. Maybe if I feel like it, I'll put a dollar in there or not. But that wasn't the main point. I didn't see that there wasn't like, you have to Yeah. like, but I also know that may just be that subset of black, quote unquote, black church, because I people that other black people that went to the type of church that I went to there, I don't, I don't, I never really saw that like, or like that, that push for you to, to give money, you know what I mean? To the church. Yeah. it was always it was always like it was always like oh if you want you can but yeah it wasn't always like a for like a like you need to or you're, you're going to I guess they would say you need to because it's in the bible or you're going to hell I guess that's what it was in the-
0: yeah yeah like like it's that like that but it's, it's more towards like I'm asking this because if you don't understand your religion you don't understand what the origin of you know if, you, if you're simply believing in it because of, you know, generations, you're funneling your money into a purpose that you don't know. Yet you're looking around you and you see all these people suffering because we don't have a safe haven. Yeah, that black community. So when you don't know about something, you sh- don't you typically research it? Which would deepen your faith. And would start making you ask questions that usually honestly when i started asking questions in the uh, asking questions my and the answers that i would get from the ministers wouldn't explain anything like when i started asking about ham's curse which is one of the most difficult questions that you can ask a minister
3: yes yes story of ham
0: and so i i asked this question and he gave me a kind of shaky answer so i had to you know come to my own conclusions after reading more deeper into the bible um I'll talk about that in a, in the spirituality uh, uh series but um hey wait
2: wait. wait 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 speaking of that we need to bring Josh for that Michael Oh yeah, oh, dude, if you don't bring me for the spirituality one that's gonna that, that's like perfect for me nah Josh nah we have a few episodes for it already um we, we haven't released them yet though yeah. but it's it's a series that that we're doing, so we can yeah. definitely bring you one for that, Josiah. You literally, literally, I could write a book on this. Yes, bro. I could yeah.
1: write a
3: book about this. I I didn't go into too. I didn't want to
1: go into too much detail while we were on the IG live because, like, I that would have taken a long time for just me, just me and uh, just me and my Catholic journey.
4: Yeah.
1: Cause there's there's a tons of times throughout my Catholic journey that I thought ta- I thought about switching. Yeah. At one point at one point I thought I was, I thought about being Jew. at one point I, I did other I did other research on other religions.
4: Yeah.
1: And I and I, I was I was curious, I was just looking at other ones, I was like, which one do I really took the time to affirm my faith and figure out that I yes this Catholic, I am a Catholic man, I believe in that. Yeah. You know. Don't always agree with how they do things.
2: Yeah. Of course.
1: But I for the spirit for, I'll leave that for the spirituality podcast, but
0: yeah. Um yeah, put me on facts. Facts. When, yeah, it's so when, interesting you say that, when, but we're gonna come we back to mind. that one. But yeah, bro. That's loud. That's loud. Okay. Um but yeah, I feel like one thing that we that that as as a community I forgot what we were talking about, honestly. But uh we're starting to hit that, you know, that that last couple of minutes, so one thing I do want to talk about is kind of segueing into the next episode. Um, why do we always think that the black community is struggling?
1: I mean, I feel like I feel like because we have been struggling for so long, it's kind of in a way ingrained that we that we are in struggling. You know, it's kind of in our it's kind of put, it was kind of put in our DNA in a sense. You know. The black struggle. Would I you... feel
0: like sometimes we overly, overly use that to not have accountability for ourselves at sometimes, You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like sometimes, not every time,
1: sometimes, and this is, this might get controversial, but I mean, just, I don't care. Bro, I
0: don't it's the black to Speak what you want to speak, bro.
1: Yeah. I feel like sometimes we do... I feel like sometimes... Especially, relax, especially nowadays, we, we use the, I'm going
0: to call it the black card, and it takes away from the actual meaning of the black card, you know what I mean? Yeah, yep, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, brother. We start, we start saying, we start, is it, we start using it as, oh, is it because I'm black? When, certain, situ- when we, when you know that, but
1: you don't actually mean it. But there's, de- there's definitely, of course, there, you know, of course, there's the flip side where there is, and you know, you can, you, but. The difference is knowing when some you can tell when someone is trying to direct directly attack you for being a black man or black woman in america but there are some there are just some things i've found nowadays that are just a little extreme about it there's a lot yeah. of extreme community
0: i feel like honestly sometimes we we fall victim of, of oppressing ourselves yeah that, now the, the, that that's going to be very controversial when i start talking about that next episode Um, but the main reason I ask this question is because I see a lot of black people thriving and I don't feel like they're getting enough praise. I feel like social media is kinda taking away from that. And I also feel like, um, you know, certain agendas that are being placed against the black man and in specific, um which I feel like we'll talk about later in this podcast as well. Um, not on like no nothing like nothing against feminism. Or women, but there's certain things that are placed against the black men, and and that's and that uh, consequently will have a dangerous effect on how the black community will be played, how how the black community will be in the future.
2: I mean, it's already affecting it now. To be honest, it's not. It, it is.
0: It is. But 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 the ramifications are going to look so much worse.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, people are in for a rude awakening. Uh, There's only so much that we can do to stop this rude awakening, but the people are in for a rude awakening. By the time we're uh, well into our adulthood, people are going to see a lot of the stuff that they've been told their whole lives is a lie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get too deep into that, but we're, we're. This is only the beginning.
0: This yeah, and precisely, bro. This is just the beginning of just this conversation this series of this podcast this even i would even say the beginning of this podcast because we're about to take off this is that part of the podcast where we just start hyping the podcast hey
2: wait i want to say something before we end this yes everybody who's listening to this right now when y'all see certain things on black pages on social media about black people a lot of the times, there is a deeper
0: agenda. No, wait, no! Don't say that now. <laughs> we're waiting. There for, we're saving that for the next podcast. We're saving it for the next one. No, you can't say that now. No, don't. Don't even get into it. We're gonna be right. here for
2: two hours. Let's
0: be exactly, nigga. Okay, now.
2: I, wait, I just, I just want y'all to be aware that there is something deeper
0: going on that, that a lot of us are too blind to see. I'm and not, the, bro Do not get into it. Do not get into I'm it.
2: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting into it. I just want. I'm just. I'm just telling people think. We we're, we a lot of time are on social media. We're not thinking. But social media is a very powerful tool. And the people who and the people who are who have big followings on social media know this. So I want y'all just to be aware of what you see. Just think about it. When y'all see something crazy on social media, think about both sides and think about the agenda that is being pushed in front of your
0: face. Think about who's behind it. But um, I do want to say thanks to Josh for really taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down with us and just chop it up. And you will be back very soon for the Natural Spirituality one. I didn't want to keep that one off the Instagram lives, honestly. No, bro,
2: have, not, Michael. Michael, yeah, that's that. That is strictly Facetime, bro. Like spirituality is strictly. Yeah, FaceTime.
0: I, I feel like the spirituality ones are gonna be strictly Facetime. So, um, you, you said why? Open talk about fitness
2: video?
0: Off, no, 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 no it, 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 it's just because most of them have been on Facetime. So I just want to kind of continue that, you know, I, that kind of like, uh, you know, sacred place, you know, sacred thing of not pe- too many people being able to interfere with the. You know the free-flowing conversations but um, I feel like this is a great place to stop man thank you guys everybody who came on to Instagram live everybody who um, supports the black lois thank you so much thank you sages thank you to the intellectuals thank you for all the questions keep, keep reposting us keep you know circulating the word of intellectualism and And keep spreading the peace, the wisdom, and the love, man. And as we always say, as long as you show love,
2: we'll stay consistent.
0: Peace, one love. One love, bro.